Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show podcast for April 22nd, 2020. <laughs> we are Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by, as always, Fairway Independent Mortgage, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 2289. And guess who we have on our podcast today? We've got from My Hollywood Squares Right. Becky Alley, say hi, everybody. Hey, I'm very happy to be here. And then I'm going to add to that right below her in Paul Lynn, Maury Amsterdam fashion, we have John Cole. Hey, guys. How's it going today? Happy Earth Day. And right next to John, right below, see him right there, our own Harvey Freed. Hey, Harv, what's up? Is that the bad square where they only have the not such a you know circle does not get the square oh yeah it always is and harvey is pretty square we do know that so it's all good so hey good morning everybody so how are we doing what's going on out there beck i'm pretty like technology is a beautiful thing i mean we are very busy right now um it's i'm blessed to be able to come right to your faces from my basement freshly done i got a cool wall behind me um, and I miss everyone's spaces. Like I miss just seeing everyone. I mean, obviously this is some crazy times, but um, we're one of the fortunate people that can actually still do what we're doing from pretty much any location. Yeah, I think that's a great point to bring out. Um, while we can do what we do remotely, technologically and electronically, there are a lot of people out there that really can't. And uh, my heart goes out to them and their families. But the main thing is, is that we're grateful, but I'm grateful that everybody's healthy and happy. And well, happy's relative, but healthy, if you don't have your health, you have nothing, it really doesn't matter. And this will prove to everybody where everybody's priorities lie. Now with yeah, saying that, that, yeah, with saying that, we're still conducting business. We're doing it in a very safe, as you can tell, uh, very safe fashion. But there is business out there, John Cole, and we're seeing it really, the purchase market in Michigan, although it's down, we are still doing purchase transactions and the refi market is absolutely on fire. Yep. Yep. We are, we are running an audible every single transaction that we have. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you're on furlough or not. We are, we are trying to make every transaction work for you. Uh, and that is because we want to make sure that we can get you to the finish line when you need us to get you to the finish line. And then also, uh, doing the best that we can while you've got the time to look for a home and and find that dream home that you're going to find. So please note that uh, we, we, we're we still doing purchases for people that are on furlough. They may not close until they're back to work, but we are doing everything we can to get you done during these crazy times. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of uh, hard work and it's a lot of credit to our team, our real estate partners, our title company partners, but we are getting it done. Yeah, that's an excellent yeah. point, John, because what people need to understand is, you know, we have a couple of transactions, we are getting ready to close, and we did our verification appointment, or the borrowers were forthcoming and said, hey, unfortunately, I was one of the people that got laid off. We didn't just stop and pump the brakes and be like, oh, we can't close your loan, because we have common sense, we know that this is a temporary, short-term normal, and we know that the majority are still going back to work. So all that means is that we just put certain things on a pause, but we still progress the file so that way all we need you to do is when you go back to work, get us the right documentation and we're ready to close. We're not sitting on our heels. That would be a disservice to you because our job is to make sure that we're anticipating, we're setting those proper expectations for you, regardless of your position. And our heart goes out to everyone, obviously, for sure. Yeah, I want to get Harvey in here. But before I bring Harvey in here, and Harvey, I'm going to go to you next. Everybody asks, so when is this 
gonna end, okay? When is this gonna go ahead? Tell us, Miss Cleo. <laughs> yeah, when are we when are we gonna go back to normal? Okay, when is this gonna happen? When are we gonna go back to normal? And then they also ask, well, what are interest rates gonna do? Now, if anybody's known me over the last 30 years, I have a crystal ball. Okay, it is here, I'm showing it to everybody. I've gone live on the crystal ball thing. And I am telling you right now, looking into my crystal ball, calling all of the people that I know that are extremely smart, looking at the crystal ball, calling everybody, you know what they're telling me? They don't know. Do you want to know why? Because that's the answer. You get this what emoji. Are rate, what are rates <laughs> going to do, Harry? Almighty oh, crystal ball, what are they going to do? Nothing. I don't know. I can't see anything in here. When are we going to be able to go back to normal? The answer is, if there is no answer. So what we have to do is we have to just do what we do and we have what we have. If you have an interest rate of four and a quarter and we can get you three and a half, well, three and a half is way lower than four and a quarter. Don't worry about what interest rates are going to do nine months from now. Nobody, because <laughs> nobody knows. And the same thing with when is everybody going to be allowed to come back to work? Uh, here, crystal ball, when's that going to happen? I don't know. <laughs> so Har Harvey, what do you have to say about that? I'm going to well, put the crystal ball down now because I just did yeah. my match. Well, I mean, there's still a huge demand for new homes. The fundamentals going into before this virus took, uh, took a hold of everything was great. Um, the late payments on mortgages have been at all time lows. The uh, delinquencies going at the end of February at all time lows. So the fundamentals have been strong up until this virus. Many families, many millennials, many families looking to lay down their roots and start their families. Uh, still a lot of uh, baby boomers, Harry, looking to downsize their homes or get out of their current home and look at one of those new ranch uh, walkout basement type things and, and change their lifestyle. So the fundamentals should be strong. Uh, 22 million people unemployed or, or filed for unemployment. Let's hope many of them are trying to take advantage of something and that most can get back to work here at the end of May. We're, we're right around the corner of potentially getting things back to whatever the new normal is going to be. Right. And you don't want to, like, we're, like I said, look, we're not sitting on our heels. I mean, so you have, well, right now, most sellers, they are going to be holding their home off the market because there's a little bit of uncertainty. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't sell your house. My cousin put her house on the market. And literally, she got an accepted offer, multiple offers within two, three days because the real estate agents, you're either going to be in one, one set or another. You're either going to be sitting on your heels, waiting for someone to say, hey, you can start prospecting, prospecting, or you're going to look for new ways to do business. And those real estate agents that are taking advantage of the virtual tours and finding new ways to still get in front of their clients, well, they're not stopping. They're finding new ways. They're being in, innovative, and you have to in a market like this. And people still need to sell their houses. It doesn't change. You know, We're still doing business. It's just a matter of it's a different way of doing business for a short period of time. And maybe some things might be different even after all this stuff. I mean, people might be hesitant to shake hands. I'm a hugger. I might be like, I'm a little paranoid. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we're not here and we're not em empathetic and we're not out here trying to close your mortgages. And same with the real estate agents and our referral partners. So John Cole, to Becky's point, I have a relative that lives in the epicenter New York, New Jersey area, okay? They're in New Jersey. They're in the epicenter. They had a townhouse in New Jersey. They put it on the market. And why am I saying this? We do loans all over the country. Mm -hmm. We're located in metropolitan Detroit, but we do loans all over the country. 
they put their townhouse on the market and in one day they had multiple offers and sold it when they put it on the market in one day. Now, how did they go about doing that, John? How do you think a purchaser saw that townhouse and how do you think they went ahead and they were able to consummate the transaction? Well, in this crazy time of uh, amazing technology, they've got these virtual tours. And, you know, that's a lot of real estate agents were setting up virtual tours before this even started, just so that you could get a good look at what the house looked like on the inside online before, you know, getting out in the snow and trouncing through everything. So they've, they've got now the virtual tours that they're set up. And I've heard that, uh, you know, before you were hearing that buyers weren't even going to be able to see the home until closing, until their final walkthrough. But now I've heard that there is a way that they can, one at a time during the inspection period, get out there and go through the home one at a time so that they're keeping their, uh, their safe distance. The inspector walks through the home, comes back out of the house. The, uh, the buyer, the potential buyer goes through the home to, to walk through as well so that they're getting a good idea of what everything is during that inspection period. And like, like we talked about earlier, everybody is just being very innovative and yeah. coming up with great ideas of how to get this done so that we can still move along. We, you know, we're very fortunate in this industry that we have very mm-hmm. smart people that can make this industry still work. Unlike some other industries, we're at a, st- a standstill Right. That make no sense. Why? Why can't you sell plants right now? But okay, mm-hmm. um, you know. But we're still at a standstill, and you know we're fortunate that we are innovative enough to to figure out some ways to still keep our industry moving, so that we're not at a standstill and people more people aren't losing their jobs. So yeah. one of my favorite sayings, Harvey, is right behind me. It's over my shoulder. It's keep it simple, be smart. When we're doing refinance transactions, we're doing the same thing, right? Tell us how the appraiser's going in the house with the doors open. Let everybody know how the refinance transaction's playing out. Yeah, uh, an essential business. Families are getting their refinances done. Um, We're we're getting you locked in. We're starting your file. We're getting you where we can really move forward with the transaction. Appraisers are able to go to your homes. Most of the times they have hazmat suits on them anyways. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and again, nothing changed. Uh, Families have been, grandmothers have been Skyping their grandkids across the country and around the world for years now, Google Classroom, WebEx meetings, uh, Zoom video communications, the form we're using, and telecommunicating, go-to meeting. These have all hey, Harvey, been- if you could find a spouse online or a partner online, why can't you buy a house online? Yes, this, why not? Harry, I won't steal your thunder, but this 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 situation we're in is nothing like the Great Recession we uh, experienced in 2008 and nine. Right. That, they had all sorts of bad things going on. It was a handful of bad things. It had uh, bad mortgages were out there. There were the loans that were taken in the early 2000s that the families were walking away from, house flipping, speculation, uh, first-time landlords, they were walking away from their homes. This is different. This is a, a, a families that have been underwritten to the most recent uh, underwriting guidelines. So if you are out there and you have a, a reason you should be looking at refinancing, definitely give us a phone call at 1-800-LOW-RATE because as you mentioned, Harry, uh, the question was, are families getting their mortgages refinances and are people buying homes? Yes, they are. That's in, in record numbers, I might add. In right. record numbers. Now, yeah. Look, go ahead. Oh, no, I was go just going to add quickly to Harvey's uh, statement that, you know, back in 2008, people were walking away and, and, and just everything was foreclosing. The industry has been proactive in saying, hey, we know this is going on. 
we're going to, you know, we're going to uh, allow you a, a free 30, 60, 90 days. You have to call your servicer to, to hash that out, whether it means they skip payments, put them on the back end, make them up over a 12 month period. That is up to your current servicer. But the industry is being proactive so that you can get through this. And we don't have a, a drop in everything like we did in 2008. So great point, Harvey. Yeah, to piggyback on what John's saying, just real quick, I want to say something about what Har uh, Harry said, but what you're talking about right now about these forbearances, CARES Act, if you can make your mortgage payment, make, make your mortgage it now. Payment. Okay, right, so Becky. because you're going to, if you're struggling now and you don't have, if you can't make it, it's going to make it worse in the long run. So yes, you have some flexibility, but each each kind of decision is based off your current servicer. We don't dictate it. There's no mandate that says you can either do a deferment or a forbearance. So something that we need to talk about just real quick is a forbearance means that you I get four months off. Okay. Well, what happens on that fifth month is that all four of those payments and my fifth payment are now due. Okay. So now your house payment was a thousand dollars. You know I'll owe five thousand dollars at the end of that fifth month. Okay. So if you were struggle busing to make those two payments or three payments, you got to make sure that you're going to be in a position because the banks are going to want their money no matter what. A deferment means that they're going to be willing to maybe negotiate your terms, maybe put it on the back end or allow you to pay that over the next 12 months. So it is going to be up to your servicer. So if you are one of those people that truly cannot make your mortgage payment, you need to call your servicer and you really need to understand what you're getting into before you get into it to make sure that you're not putting yourself off yourself in a worse off position. Also, I think it's good that we maybe uh, throw out there to some of the families that the mortgage might be looked upon differently under the credit scoring model. I brought out my advanced credit scoring book today to take a look at a few things, but the credit scoring models have changed over the last year and the last couple of years. There's a great opportunity now to do the right thing, Becky, and you're saying it. Make that mortgage payment. Make the call. If you can't make all of your payments, call those people and put a plan together. Um, it might not be looked upon worse uh, on your credit score if you uh, go ahead and maybe miss a credit card payment or a car payment versus that mortgage payment. So again, those phone calls are critical. You might get stuck on the line, but make the phone call for sure. Yeah, but here's a story on that, guys. Nobody really knows if it's going to hit your credit or not. Right, I've, yes. I've, I've read articles where it says it's not going to. And I've seen an equal number that it says it's going to be reported as a detriment on your credit report. So as Becky said before, we all reiterate this. If you can make that mortgage payment, make the payment. It's not like free. So make the payment. Please don't shirk that responsibility. This is for people that are in serious trouble that need a workout. All right. So let's get on to the next comment. Let's comment. I'm getting a ticket. I'm getting a ticket text, right? Roberto, ticket ticket text, text, right. <laughs> I'm getting a text right now. I've been on 97.1 FM for so long, over 20 years. I call it a ticket text. I just got a text. My friend asked me to ask this question to our panel. So Becky, John, and Harvey, whoever wants to ask this question, answer this question, go ahead and answer it. You ready? Here we go. I have a mortgage balance of about $450,000. Let me read it to you. And my financial planner told me to go ahead and refinance it to an interest-only variable rate loan. What do you, panel, what do you say about that? And I will start with you, Becky Alley. Circle does not get the square. I would say no. <laughs> Don't do that. I mean, there's a why reason. Not? Why, why not, Becky? Why not? There is a reason why these mortgages were taken away 
a long time ago. And if you are having a hard time making your payment, an interest only variable is just all of the red flags. You're going to be paying interest only meaning that balance is never going away. And you have an adjustable rate mortgage that's only going to be fixed for a certain amount of time. That is going to be, it's a lot of negative things happening that are going to affect you three, four, five years from now. So I'm going to say no. Okay. John Cole, what do you say? I would say that that product is a very specific product for a very specific person. A general statement of to refinance into something like that is, uh, I, I, no, I don't like it. Uh, for the master majority, including myself, I do not want to be in an interest-only arm that's going to adjust. I like to know that I have a fixed product. I want to know what my payment is. I want to know that there's an end date. With that interest-only, if you don't do anything in 10 years, 20 years, there is a reamortization that comes along with it and or possibly a balloon payment. So you need to really look at that. And I would I would say no to that too. Big X. No. Harvey yeah. Free, what say you, my man? We got two for two so far. Go ahead. What do you say? Yeah, that's, that's a definite no. I like John's angle on it. I think it's an individual circumstance. I think right. if you have a ton of equity already in your house and you don't have a lot of retirement savings, maybe that's something to look at. But as Becky mentioned, those loans were taken away for a reason. If you have a credit card with $5,000 on it, it's the same thing. If you just pay the minimum payment each month, you're just throwing money away on interest and you're never going to get rid of the balance. Building equity is key, especially with home ownership. That gives you the confidence to keep the house and move forward. But um, any of that type of advice, you really have to look at the whole picture and probably not a good idea for many families. So Harvey says no, three for three. What do I say and what did I respond to? What does your crystal ball say? Okay, my crystal ball. I didn't even need to go to the crystal ball on this one because first of all, I said, anybody in this low fixed rate environment, especially on a 15 year fixed, where you're gonna get in the mid to low threes and fix it for a very, very long time, the answer is no. Number two, any financial planner and any good mortgage person will tell you no. Any financial planner must be only doing it for self-serving reasons and they're not in the mortgage industry. That's a double no. A triple no is- Harry, Harry are, you, are you saying that that financial planner may want that extra money, that principal payment to be put into a, oh, I don't know, an annuity, a life insurance annuity? Why, and my, my third no would be, why would you want to risk it? Lock in your mortgage, lock it in now, it's very low. And then whatever you wanna do with your other money, that's up to you. But mm -hmm. the, the largest financial transaction of somebody's life where you could fix it in right now, lay your head down on your pillow right now, know what your payment is, start date, end date, principal and interest is never gonna go up, no prepayment penalty. Are you kidding me? What are we doing here? So Becky, John, Harvey, no. Oh. The, the answer is no. And we got we got four out of four. That's a pretty good day <laughs> at, the, at the plate, right, Harvey? Four for four? We'll, we'll turn this into like a Jeopardy type thing. I'm going to get the clicker. That's good. <laughs> yeah. so, so the answer is no. And I, and I appreciate you guys weighing in on that. And I intentionally did not want you to know the question before we came on the air because this is the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. We, we tell it straight. We get objective viewpoints. There are just certain 
things you do and certain things you don't do. At this point in time, you don't do anything except a fixed rate mortgage. Yeah, okay. fixed rates are the lowest they've been in history of ever right now. I mean, so history about a month ago, they were very low, and then this craziness happened, and the market did start to fluctuate. So what Harry was saying earlier, if you can save $225 today versus the $250 that you wanted to look and watch happen about a month ago, you can still save $225. The rates are never going to go to zero, and why would you stay on a higher rate and save less money just because you think they're going to go lower take advantage of it now if it makes sense do it because you're in a perfect storm right now the market's going to come back a little bit but once we hit that low it's not going to continue to go low it's going to stop and maybe we're going to always see this happen always all right i want to wrap this up and uh i want to ask my panel and i'm going to go in reverse order i'm going to go harvey then john then becky i want yes. to ask my panel so Ladies and gentlemen, what are you doing right now to set your clients up for success, Harvey Free? Yeah, I'm really focusing back on all the clients that were pre-approved prior to this, going back and getting their documents set up again, talking to them about their credit and their job situation so that when they want to become home buyers in another couple of weeks, that they're all set and they have brand new approval letters. And it's a good heads up out there for any real estate agent taking offers. You're gonna want updated approval letters from all the lenders. Go ahead, John Cole, great answer, Harp. Uh, let's, I'm gonna take it into two steps. On refinances, we're, we are setting our people up for success for by letting them know what we need to get the, the, them into the system, a transaction started, so that when they see that rate that they really like, we can pounce on it and move quick. Uh, you know, if the tidal wave comes and you're just sitting on the sidelines and you haven't sent your docs in, you haven't done anything, odds are you're going to kind of miss it. But mm -hmm. that's what uh, we're doing on the refinances. On the purchase transactions, just like Harvey said, there are so many temporary guidelines out there on these purchase on, on all transactions, but uh, purchases are the ones that are being affected the most. Yeah. That I'm going back and reviewing with my real estate partners, also the clients to let them know, hey, hey you know, you might not qualify for as much as you used to because they're not going to let you go up to as high of a debt to income ratio. And or remember when we said we could take a credit score all the way down to 620, 600? Well, we can't do that anymore. Uh, we're stuck at uh, certain certain credit scores for, for certain programs, and we need to make sure that we set you up to, to succeed. Here's what you need to start working on so that when things come back around, you're in a better position. Good. Becky Alley. Uh Honestly, you guys, your guys' answers are why I love you guys so much. I mean, because it is all of that. I mean, we are setting all of our clients up for success, whether it's going to be a purchase or refinance transaction. What John was saying, same thing I'm doing is we saw a low point, a low point left us with the interest rates. So now we're getting everyone set up. So when this low happens again, we're in position to press all the buttons and secure everyone's rate at the lowest point that's going to be available. There are restrictions. They're not capital mortgage funding restrictions. They are nationwide Fannie, Freddie, you know, FHA restrictions where they're changing the credit score criteria. They're, they're changing what your ratios are. They're going to be a little bit more strict on your reserves. And the point is to work with a professional that is aware of all these things. So we're not getting into the 11th hour and we're like, oh, I didn't know. Right. Same with purchase transactions. People that we um, pre-approved a month ago. Things are different right now. It's not going to be the same like this. It's not going to be like this forever. But for the time being, if you're looking to buy a house within the next, you know, two months, we need to make sure that we have you 
properly set up for the new guidelines. And all that's doing is just strengthening the whole mortgage process in general, because all these restrictions that came into play, we have like here or Harvey was talking about foreclosures are at an all time low. And the reason for that is because the lending guidelines became strict close mm -hmm. to 2008 restrictions, right? So now here we are in this temporary normal and the same thing's happening. We're, we're dealing with a month or two of hard prevent years of hard that we've already experienced. No one wants to put anyone in a bad position and we're here to help you out. So I would say this to you guys, we're passionate and always have been. And that's why we're doing the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast along with our radio show. Every day we come to work and all we're consumed with every single day is doing the right thing for our client. The absolute right thing for every single individual client that we work with. Everybody's circumstances are different. So we have to analyze what the best program is for somebody to set them up for success. If you're telling us that you want a variable rate mortgage and we are adamant that the best situation for you is a fixed rate mortgage, I told I might tell this client go somewhere else mm -hmm. because that is not really the right thing for this client to do. I'm confident because we have everybody, you're looking at over a hundred years of mortgage experience on your screen right now. If somebody says they want to do something and I don't think it's the right thing for them, I'm going to let them know this is not the right thing. And I am not going to acquiesce to doing something wrong for a client. That's why I love you guys, Harvey, Becky, and John, because we are of a similar mindset. We want to set our client up for success to make sure that in the future, three, four, five, ten years down the road and longer, that we put them in the best product for them. So I can tell you that that's what we do every day here. We're going to continue to do that. And people need to listen to people that have experience over a long period of time that have gone through hardships, good times and bad times, and you want objective viewpoints. So with that, I'm going to conclude and say thank you, Becky. Thank you, John. Thank you, Harvey. Roberto behind the scenes. He's our engineer. Roberto Shane, he's the man with the plan. We appreciate him producing this podcast. Great on. And ladies and gentlemen, yeah, may, mainly stay healthy. Thank you to everybody who's working in our health care, our law enforcement, our fire yes. department, our first responders. And uh, I, I, we'll see you on the other side of this, but stay tuned. Check out the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show, 97.1 FM, as hosted by Harvey Freed. Becky's always there. John, myself, we'll be there. 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock, 97.1 FM. We'll see you later, guys. Thanks a lot. Stay healthy.